That would be a good napping couch. Yeah, it's, I've, I've sat on the couch. It's very nice. Nice. Um, I should be able to stay on the whole call today, but I had some bad news yesterday. Oh. Um, my niece's grandfather, whom I adore, he used to actually live above me when I, was, when I first got out of the hospital. Mm-hmm. Sweetest old guy you ever met in your life. Um, he was taken to the emergency room on New Year's Eve, and he is currently on a ventilator in ICU and is not expected to make it. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. With uh, COVID-19? No. Oh, um, well, that's good, at least. He he pretty much wasn't taking very good care of himself. Mm-hmm. He was drinking a lot. I mean, he's always been like this. He was drinking a lot, plus, um, you know, the pain medicine and mm-hmm. um, oh, what was the other one? Xanax. Oh, Wow. And his, um, he was actually living, and this is, okay, this is like the really, how small, like, Southern Indiana is. So, my brother used to date his daughter, Allison, years and years and years ago. And when I got out of the hospital and I moved into my apartment, it turned out he lived right above me. And he's like, and he, so he knew him, he's like, hey, Greg. And Greg is like, the old, cool, like, old rock school, rocks hard, like, kind of guy, right? Right. He was a mechanic. He um, took care of all the trucks for one of the Miller Lite distributors around here. Oh, okay, cool. Good job. And um, it's like I said, super sweet guy, like kindest man in the whole world. And um, I'm not sure what happened, but like when their son died, he died of an overdose mm. and it was in, in a, a hotel room that he was renting with him. Man. So I'm not sure how he went you know, like so downhill, but he was um, cur- he's currently living with the um, girl who lives behind my father in her base, in her garage right now. Okay. So, like I said, really small world. Right. But Brenda, his ex-wife, Jocelyn's grandma, they're still real close. You know, she takes care of him. She takes Jocelyn up to see him. And she actually took Jocelyn up to see him earlier this week. And she was really worried about him. Mm -hmm. And he promised her, you know, he'd go to the doctor and whatever. And he he was kind of worried about what it might cost. And then I guess um, um, the chick he's staying with, Mm -hmm. who Dan probably knows, went in there and saw him. She's like, that's it. And called the ambulance. Mm. so but pretty much right now is going through liver failure um um sepsis right and a few other things drinking and the drugs that the liver was on the menu no oh no kidney failure i'm sorry not not liver kidney Uh, same i mean same thing not the same thing obviously but same right um have you seen the mandalorian I've seen like the first three episodes. I'm still trying to get into it. That's enough. That's enough. So I just wanted to share something with you. Make sure okay. that uh, make sure that uh, you would get the joke because that would be embarrassing. Um, wait, maybe I don't have a. Hold on. Oh, oh, there we go. There we go. Okay, this is hilarious, and I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, one of my co- before before you tell me why, okay. I want to explain what it what the picture is. It says at the top, it's a picture of Andy Bashir, our governor, and it says the Andalorian says, "Never take off your mask. This is the way." So go ahead, Michelle. Um, one of my coworkers, one of the one of my younger coworkers, you know how we're all doing our Zoom meetings in the morning. Mm-hmm. He had a shirt on saying, "The Dadalorian." And he was being like really, uh, you know, look, showing it off and stuff. And we're like, right. well, what's up, Scott? And my boss is like, she was like, I just have an announcement. Scott's going to be a daddy for the first time. And we're like, perfect shirt, dude. 
Yeah, totally. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I'll stop sharing that. All right. So these are some good news, right? Yeah, right. That, that's kind of why I wanted to break something in funny. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, but then the sad part is that I had to call my niece and nephew because they're real close to him too. Mm. So, and my nephew was able to call me right before he went on to duty for a guard last night. Mm. So, and I kind of feel bad because they, they just extended his um his tour until April, mm. which sucks because his girlfriend's having the baby in April. Oh, that sucks. So she's kind of worried that he'll be on duty or something like that and not be able to come home for the for the baby. Right. But now, granted, he gets like three days on, four days off or something like that. So or it's, maybe it's four days on, three days off, but then he gets to come home for three days. Right. So hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, Kokomo. Oh, Indiana? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's not too far. But okay, yeah, that's totally doable. Yeah, I mean, he's, um, he's a prison guard. Oh, he's a uh, detention officer. No, he's in the National Guard. Oh, oh you just said military. That's right. Yeah, but they're helping out. Oh, I see. Everything. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Good. Good. Because Indiana kind of put took their guard and just put them everywhere that where they needed them. Right. Like they've, they've got their guard nursing homes, helping out there with with low staff. They got them everywhere. Oh, holy cow! What? My friend Nick's coming in. Nick Lichty. Yay! Nick. What's up, dude? Hey, wow. Thanks for coming in, man. It's nice to see you. There we go. There we go. <laughs> oh, look, Yoda. <laughs> the baby. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's a fun one. It's the one that will follow you around, which has yeah. been really fun with the kids. Nice. <laughs> Michelle's so my, my friend, sister. Nick. Nick, this is my friend, Michelle. Hi, Nick. Hey. <laughs> His, and, and you've been doing this for a while and I keep meaning to, to join and then I saw it today and I was like oh I'm going to do this right now and this whole thing, she's like, well, I'm like I love him yes, <laughs> I love you too Nick hey show him the show him the funny okay I will I will hold on, let me bring, I actually have to bring it back hold on I have to I close the damn thing Mike literally just showed me this right before you came in <laughs> Oh, I can't find it now. But, anyway, so it was um, it was uh, Andy Bashir in a mask. It's like uh, regular mask, and it said, "The Andalorian says never take off your mask. This is the way." <laughs> I liked it's it. been a, yeah. It's it's kind of a it's just been such a strange run. I feel like I've been back. I moved back to to Kentucky, and then we all just hold up in our houses. Right, right. We all just <laughs> quarantined. Yeah. So Michelle, Nick was the first wedding that I ever uh, officiated. Aww. Yeah. We just we just hit twenty years, dude. Holy cow! Twenty. Wow. Years. Yep. <laughs> twenty two. When wow. Well, I mean, what well, I was. I was nineteen. It sounds about right. I think so. Yeah, when you when you were living with Sonny, and that's why that came over. Mm -hmm. Right. So. That's why. Yeah. That's why you guys met in the first place. Yeah. So, and we've just been together ever since. So yeah. <laughs> Pretty neat. Twenty years. A few states. A whole lot of years. 
Yeah, Washington for a long time. Baltimore for a long. Um, I'm glad you got to come and stay at our place in Baltimore that one time at least. It was a really cool spot. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I got to do so as well. You have to come out here. I'd like There's to no- once once the world calms down. So we're building a new house. So we're gonna build a place just like a mile that way. <laughs> so where are you now? So I'm in it's Litchfield, Kentucky. I'm on Nolan Lake. Oh no, okay. I know exactly where that is. Yeah. So we're we're in this one neighborhood over here where my family built this house at. And so we've been staying here because mom was like, it's an empty house, just take it. Right. <laughs> uh and then the more we thought about it there was some property up the way and so we were going to take that and put our own house on that so then we'll just ride four wheelers between the two houses like true rednecks i was gonna say true kentucky nice yeah (laughs) but yeah man it's great it's it's been the perfect time to be out here because you know i work remotely anyways right i would just be getting on planes but we don't travel anymore right now I just get to hang out here in front of my records and do video calls with people all day long. <laughs> Which I am very jealous of, by the way, the records. <laughs> because Mason Reed stole almost every one of my records and sold it for heroin money. Yeah. Yeah, Imagine me that. too. A lot of mine. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, all of ours. They were all gone. Man. Anyway, so that was... Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of old stuff that it, it's funny. I've been going back and rebuying them. So like I bought all of the old avail records so that I have everything again. Right. Because they were all just gone. And I was like, yeah, I don't have any of this anymore. What's funny is that it, there's a um, me and Sunny both somehow held on to a bunch of old seven inches. So oh, like, right. there's a I have a shitload of those that are old little stuff that is it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> right, right. That's the same way my my stuff was. Yeah. So those are Okay, wait. Are okay, is this, so is this Sonny's husband? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were talking about you the other day. Will you please tell Sunny that I miss her so much and I'm so happy she's so happy? Mm-hmm. Well, she's she's probably hear you. She's back over here in the corner. I haven't seen her <laughs> since I was like 18. Oh. But yes, that's me. And that's her. <laughs> She's still there. I have so many <laughs> memories great. of her house. Yes. Yeah. We have a lot of memories of her house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that house. Well, I, said, I couldn't even start the stories. Oh. I drove I just by remember the, the, oh, yeah. I just <laughs> remember the night before I left for Colorado, Chris Hall, I had a white t-shirt on and he dyed my hair blue and everybody wrote on my white t-shirt. Right. And as we were driving to Colorado, Melissa's like, why the hell is your hair blue? How are you going to get a job? <laughs> hey, it works out all right. <laughs> My hair used to be green. Still got jobs. I dyed it well, black. I got a job. <laughs> it's all good. I had the leopard print hair at one point, but I didn't have a job then. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's when you were sleeping in my dorm room. <laughs> was it? I can't remember if that was no. that or it. No, no, no. This is when I was living on Fourth Street in that uh, in a uh, efficiency apartment. Oh yeah, I don't. You, I think you had leopard print hair a few times. Mm, just once. Just one. I definitely never made that mistake twice. My my time memories are terrible. Like I can't put yeah. like I I know things, but I can't put them into when when they actually were. 
Yeah, right. Chronological order. Yeah, I have a problem with that sometimes too. I just sometimes I associate this with this. And so I associated my hair with that shitty apartment on Fourth Street just because of the shitty apartment on Fourth Street. Yeah. yeah I remember that. Um, God, what a, I had that green hair mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at Lexington that time. It was just bright and ridiculous. Yeah. And completely not functional. <laughs> so how are you guys doing yeah man it's you know we're we, we i mean it's literally like a gravel road out here like if i look out i'm in the basement but if i look out here the lake is is right there okay and it's dry right now because it's winter so right uh, but yeah we just stay out here it's great so my family's been coming back and forth I go back, uh, we go to Louisville and see everybody, and then Sonny goes out and does most of our shopping and stuff, and we're just hanging out. It's like, yeah. Yeah, so do you have to come to Louisville to do shopping? Yeah, there's, you know, I mean, the only thing here is a Walmart and the, like a couple other little stuff. That's it. You're, you're out. You're out here. So, uh, so yeah, we either go to, to Louisville or go to uh, Nashville. Because we're we're it's almost equidistance. Like it's I think twenty more minutes to go to Nashville and just go to Louisville. So okay, yeah. So I was when at the beginning of this. So we've been here for a year and a half now. At the beginning, I was still traveling, and so I was just taking flights from both places because I was like, well, right. whatever's the easiest flight, I'll just drive. So, but yeah, Sunny's family's good. They're all there. Uh, her. Her youngest sister moved to E-Town. So she lives in E-Town with her husband now and just had another kid. So she's oh, got, wow. yeah, he's, I think he's a, I don't think he's a, yeah, he's a year. He's a year and change now. Cause yeah, we did his birthday year. So yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, my sister's twins are eight. Wow. They're huge <laughs> and super fun. So good. Yeah. We, we've been hanging out with them a ton. My dad mostly lives in Florida, but spends time off and on here. And then mom and mom and abs live literally across the street from each other in, uh, in Glen Oaks there out in Prospect. Okay. So what part of is, is your dad living in somewhere relatively remote in Florida? No, he's in Largo. So he's like close to Tampa there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's not too far from the beach. He keeps wanting to Tim and his girlfriend keep talking about moving closer to the beach, <laughs> but then he's got the house in Prospect too. So him him and Abs have that house. Once she got divorced, they moved in together and right. bought the house in Prospect. Okay. And so yeah, I just worry about Florida during these times. Yeah, well, he keeps telling me to come visit. I'm like, I'm not I'm not going to yeah. Florida. Right. You nut job. I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. He's crazy. So there, yeah, it's, a. there's definitely a dichotomy with both sides of my family. Yeah. <laughs> my mom and us have been really safe and we all basically just come and hang out here or we go to their places and we're all pretty isolated and we don't see a lot of people. Uh, mm. Dad, on the other hand, has, you know, he went to Sturgis. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Dad is, that is dad. <laughs> so, yeah. No yeah, Michelle, you don't know my father. Uh, he's awesome. Uh, right. But he has forever been a, a sort of 35-year-old. 
<laughs> so I know these types. Yeah, he I, I get it. There. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to stay there, but I passed it up a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Same. I, I, I keep the spirit, but but also try to be a little. Speaking of keeping the spirit, I never got to tell you. Uh, you may have seen it on my Facebook post, but I got to go to see the Avail reunion show in Richmond. Me and Alex Ayers. Yeah. And it was, I cried. I will I, proudly say that I cried. It was so, they sounded just like they did in 97. I was going to go and then I had to go, I think I, I can't remember where I had to go. I had to take a work trip because me and Alex had talked about it and I was going to do it. And then I just couldn't. And I was so pissed because it you, just looked. Did you have amazing. tickets to it? Do what? Did you have tickets to it? Mm-hmm. Oh damn! Well, I, I asked. I, I just asked him. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, okay, right on. Yeah. At, at this point, I've like me and him have talked all the time usually, okay. and so but at that point, I was just like, all right, I'm just gonna do this. Yeah. But I was like, fuck, I can't get there. Let it go. So. That sucks. I had to get a friend of mine that actually drove to. Uh, um, Richmond to to buy tickets in person, and she got me one. I was really lucky to get it. Yeah, because I wasn't going to ask. And um, uh, oh, what's um? She used to date Alex. What's her name? Meg. Yeah, no, not Meg. Oh, no, Kimmy. Kimmy was going to get me. It was like, ah! uh, yeah, Kimmy was going to get me one. Uh, and I think she did. I can't remember. We went back and forth on everything. Kimmy was, was how I got mine. Yeah. You know, that's the best thing about me moving back to my old building is Alex is in that building. And I get oh, to see him all the time. Yeah, because he's working at the electrical firm on the on like the floor above where I'm gonna be at. Uh-huh. Oh. I, was, I, was super, I remember when I saw him the first time he started working in that building, I got super excited and I was messaging him in a in a staff meeting and I got yelled at. Nice. Yeah, I, mean, I saw him at his wedding. That was the last time I saw Alex actually was at the wedding. I hadn't so, seen him in a long time before the Richmond trip. Yeah. So yeah, he was. We were texting around that because I was like, "Oh man, right." I was dying because yeah, I went to. Well, me and him went to that one. Uh, it was one of like the last runs of a veil, and we went mm-hmm. to that Richmond show together. And then I went to the Baltimore shows because obviously it was in Baltimore. So right. Was, uh, but yeah, that rich. I always remember that one at Richmond because me and him both were just like so hot and sweaty and we're going to die. And we just went and stood outside and just steam was rising yeah. off of the two of us. We're just talking. <laughs> so, well, we, uh, when Alex and I were driving to Richmond through Nashville, or not through Nashville, through Tennessee, sorry. Um, um, we popped a tire, and so we got out, and we were like, "Ah, fuck, you know, let's do this. Let's, you know, get a tire, whatever, get all the stuff out." And all of a sudden, this truck with state plates pulls up behind us, and the guy gets out. He's like, "You guys uh, having some tire troubles?" Like, "Yeah." He's like, "All right, go ahead and stand back. I'll I'll have a fix for you." He's like, "What?" We're like, "Yeah, you guys want some sodas or snacks?" What? What's going on? What? I mean, no, that's a thing in Tennessee. They just have people driving around looking for that shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> right, that's what I said. It was like, that's not, that's, uh, I guess I've never blown a tire in Tennessee, but I'm driving right. a little, that's a new one. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what is this heaven slice? 
that they do that in here in Indiana too. Oh, really? Um, it's like AAA or something like that. They're called like the road. I, I think they might do it in Kentucky too, but it's like this truck during rush hour drives around. If anybody breaks down or anything, they come help. In Kentucky, they absolutely do not have that. I know that for a fact. It's the Road Ranger. Yeah, you, Dan knows what I'm talking about. Okay. Like, whoa, I, yeah, that's not a yeah, thing. Yeah, right. and then he offered us snacks and cokes. I was like, what? What is <laughs> really going on here? <laughs> Well, that and people like in the country and stuff like that, they're, I would see good old boys doing that too. I mean, maybe not the snacks sure. or the drinks, but. No, that, that, would, that would make sense. It wasn't that someone stopped and help us that right. often, but it was the fact that it was institutionalized. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. What you drinking today? Same as been drinking the last few, the Kentucky Coffee Barrel Stout. Nice. Really solid. It's no black is beautiful. It's a really nice sip of beer. I am not going to be drinking today. Um, the good news is I just found out from um, Jocelyn's grandma mm -hmm. that his brother texted her and said he was able to talk to him that he might be off the ventila ventilator. Oh. So she's not sure how much he improved. Well, that's great then. I mean, I don't think it's, I mean... I don't, I don't know, but I guess, I mean, I'm probably going to cancel with Amanda today and just go pick up my niece just to give her a break. Right. Uh, Nick, what I was doing, I talk to these guys about it all the time, but um, so I haven't really said anything about it on Facebook, but I'm doing a big weight loss journey type thing. I've mm -hmm. lost about 30 pounds so far. And so what I was doing was I was re realizing I was drinking this beer and I hadn't logged it in my little app. So. Yeah, I am. Uh, I, I still do the Weight Watcher stuff, and yeah, yeah because I'm, I'm I'm way down from my heaviest, but I'm back up from my lightest. So I'm trying to trying to get yeah. back there again. That's winter. Winter does that. Yeah, I mean winter and, and just. So for me, it was just that you know how little I used to be, yeah. and I got up to about 180, which is very big for me. Um, so I've just started walking a shit ton, and I mean a lot. And, uh, and I really just monitor what I eat and stay really healthy like that. Um, but man, it's worked. The pounds are just coming off. Now, during the holidays, I've gained a couple of pounds. But I mean, with the holidays, I've I, I budgeted for that, basically. Yeah. We, we had a run where we were doing really well. We were all out walking every day and everything. And uh, we just we got to get back to it. We were both talking about it. Yeah. Today. Well, I'm lucky because, like, so I work at GE Appliances, and um, I still work a stupid help desk job, but whatever. Um, and uh, so during the COVID-19 stuff, um, everyone's working from home. Well, our entire second floor in the factory are offices, and no one's in them. So I just walk down that uh, second floor, listening to podcasts, and I try to walk about 15,000 steps a day. I try to, like, it's hard, so I don't even know if I told you this, so I work for Amazon now, I switched over. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, so I work as a, a partner solution architect within the AWS group, um, so I'm, like, working with strategic um, strategic partners, so sort of, like, the mid-size partners. I started off in the, like, because I came over from, my little startup that I worked for got acquired by HP, 
And mm. so then I went through the journey with them and ended up at the spinoff company of DXC, which is like massive, you know, not as big as Amazon, but massive. Say. Yeah, well, it's there's levels to that. <laughs> like we're, our organization is kind of small within the million people that work for Amazon. We're, okay. like, there's only a couple thousand people in my little space. Right. So, but DXC was, I don't know, I think at the end, like, 250 300,000 people or whatever uh but it's a big consulting company and so i switched over from them to, to amazon working over here and so i started to do the gsi pieces which is like working with all the huge companies mm-hmm. and doing partner work with those guys and i didn't like that as much and so i've now switched over to like smaller strategic partners to dig so it's been cool yeah we use aws at my job for our soft phones yeah well, you probably there's probably somebody that I know that's connected to you, somebody shape or form that does that. Well, I'm sure. I mean, it's key appliances, it's a big enough contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried to sell. Oh man, that's funny. I tried to. I was trying to get in there with my with my startup because what what we used to do was a uh, it was a private cloud version of mm-hmm. AWS. So it was like your own AWS in your data center. What is now Outpost that we sell as a service but okay. didn't just back then. So yeah, so we do that. But I remember talking to talking to GE and the, it's a French company, right? No, it's uh, uh, it's higher, which is uh, either Chinese or South Korean. Uh, I think it's Chinese. I think it's Chinese though. I just remember tr- realizing that I wasn't talking to, the, that I needed to talk to a different group of folks than I thought I was. Right, (laughs) but so yeah, that's (laughs) so Nick. This is my friend Dan. Dan, this is Nick. This is Sonny Wagner's husband. Oh, wow, yeah, (laughs) it's a name I haven't heard for a long time. Yeah, (laughs) Dan was one of the folks that was hanging out at the house quite a bit. Okay, so we probably met back then. I just don't remember, probably. (laughs) <laughs> it was much smaller and much redder hair back then or was this after before i went to colorado or after uh i was that would this would have been about 21 22 years ago okay then i was already gone because i was in Colorado. Yeah. 22 well 22 i was in fort lauderdale by then because that would be because that would be um because i had xander when i was 22 so right. he's 22 this, now right this is way after the rocky days okay There was, oh man, I can't, somebody was talking about, I can't remember what it was. Some, something brought up us at the Vogue in my memory of those. And I was like, oh man, that was, the, that was just such a good time. And it was always so fun. Yeah. And I was explaining the fact that like that existed, you know, and there's people that are younger. Cause I, I work with a lot of guys that are, you know, 10, 15 years younger than I am. They're like, what people actually do that? And I said, yes. I mean, I know you've seen it online, but yes, that we all used to go to movie theaters and interact and do this. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I found part of my old transy costume the other day really? when I was unpacking. <laughs> I found my bow tie and my cummerbund. Oh, that's funny. Somebody just posted a video in the uh, in the Vogue group of mm-hmm. like Halloween Rocky. Yep. I, I recognized a bunch of people. Um, didn't recognize a lot of people, but. I did see some people that I recognized. I know Joey. I saw Arena. that too. I know Joey Arena was in that one. Bob Markwell was in that one. Tatiana um, was in it. Who? Did you ever know Tatiana? 
Russian? Because, no, I do. I just couldn't understand what you said. That's not a few people too, because I think 96, I would have been in Colorado then when that one happened. Oh, you're already in Colorado in 96? I was supposed to have graduated high school that year. Yeah. I was going to say, that's the theoretical yeah, I graduated high school. You were there in 95. Yeah, because I was, um, I left, we went, we went to Colorado right after Tony died. No, oh, that's right. That's right. I do remember. Becky, this is my old friend, Nick. Nick, Becky, Becky, Nick. Nice to meet you. Yeah, because uh, Alan and I came out and visited you in 95. That was after Max. Max, I'm sorry. Max, <laughs> Max Allen, yeah. You know, and I have those pictures of your visit in, my, in a photo album somewhere, but it's like, I need to find it, but I think it's stuck behind mm -hmm. something that Xander has over here. I have almost no photos of me with a mohawk. I think I do. Do you? Well, if you did you have the Mohawk when you came to Colorado? Kind of, yeah. And and you died at purple when we were there. Um once once I get the boy to move all these boxes and I can get behind because my desk is here and then he stuffed a futon mattress over here. There's a bookshelf on the other side with my photo album in there. Once I can get to that, <laughs> I will try. Awesome. But we all know my kids. Oh, oh, this is hilarious. I came home from our lunch yesterday and Xander, I, he, I could hear him in the bathroom. Apparently he drank too much on New Year's Eve. Uh oh. He was puking and shitting all over the place. Oh no. I had to go to the store and buy him Gatorade. Oh man, that's funny. Next, my kid's 22 now. He's just learning how to drink. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like, I don't know. I still drink a lot of Gatorade. So yeah. <laughs> that was the best of us. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking, man, I wish my mom would have gone out and got me shit when I was hungover like that. Oh. Yeah. My mom still laughs at me. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm having fun with it. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. And then once he got his Gatorade and he got some aspirin in him, he was fine. We have um the uh, my sister works with a camp of kids that, that she used to do pediatric oncology. So now she does this camp every year where it's all kids with cancer and they're mostly recovering and stuff. But at the end of at the end of it, they have all these extra meds that they would just throw away. And so we get them here. And so we keep the Zofrin stuff here because everybody comes here and gets way too drunk and then forgets that they're old. And so <laughs> in the morning, they all want to die. And so we give them cancer nausea meds. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. It saves a actually, lot of people's face. Well, Xander actually has a prescription for Zofrin because... um. He's got he's got he's got gut issues. I think it's just he eats like crap, but yeah. I'll do it to you. <laughs> so guys, my friend Emily uh share uh posted this old picture of me and I thought you guys would like to see it. Ah, I remember that you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be the only person that saw me with a mohawk where I had it for like two seconds as I shaved my head. I do remember that. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't work for me. <laughs> well, that was back when I insisted on having chops every, no matter what my haircut was. Yeah. <laughs>
Oh man, we both did that for way too long. Uh, I had those. Like, I had those really bad strip chops. I remember, I remember. <laughs> they were pretty bad. Unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that I don't think looked horrible on, but that was a that was a rough one. That wasn't a good choice. <laughs> Yeah, Dave, you probably do, Emily. I'm going to get a picture of her real quick. Emily. Emily, uh, um, I'll I'll show it to you here in a second. It wasn't Emily Lasowski, was it? No, I'm still friends with her. Yeah, she's great. But no, it's not her. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Right. (laughs) Emily Lasowski and I went to the same daycare. I've known her since, like, first grade. Oh, wow. She's great. No, I don't think she's Lasowski anymore, is she? Um, I'm not positive on that, to be honest. So where's Sunny now? In the bedroom over here. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) She's that direction. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, uh, we live out uh, out on Nolan Lake, out in Litchfield. You live in Litchfield? Mm-hmm. Okay. For some reason, I thought you all live in another state. They were. Yeah. We went to, we, we did almost 20 years around D.C. and Baltimore. That's and we've right. Just been, we've just been back a year and a half now, I guess. I don't recognize her. Oh, okay. Hey, Mike, I've got a reverse, uh, reverse Mohawk picture to show you. All right. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Xander was I guess he was yeah just in the middle of getting a haircut because it's like great clips. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. And you should have seen the floor, it was just curls everywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of hair to be cutting off. Well, what do you call it? Um hold on, let me find <laughs> I like that wow. one. That is definitely a wildebeest haircut. Oh yeah. That was a school picture. <laughs> that's a rough school picture. I don't. I, I never had that much hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, trust me, he doesn't have it any longer. Yeah. <laughs> he got the Ducharme curse, which thankfully I don't have. <clears throat> it's, my nieces and nephews are always just like, "You had hair at some point?" I said yes. <laughs> at one point, there was hair on my head. I shaved it, and then I realized that it wasn't there anymore. So. <laughs> One of uh, my grandfather's brother's name is uh, Harry, and uh, it's, uh, was great uncle Harry. And he came. He met us a couple of times. He, I don't think he lived in Louisville. He lived. I think he still lived in Boston, where my grandfather's from. But uh, he came and and was introduced to me. And I looked at him and said, "You can't be that. You're not Harry at all." Because he was bald, and I was so young that I didn't know what the fuck I was saying. So. I didn't realize it was terribly insulting. Oh, he probably thought it was funny. He did. He was. He took it just fine, but like, because I know we give my dad no hair crap jokes all the time. It's like our well, favorite thing to do. Well, it was just the ignorance of what I was saying. Right. That was the issue. Yeah, but when you're a kid doing it, it's cute. And then that's evidently I was cute when I said it, but still <laughs> looking back on it, I'm just like, Ooh. speaking of cute, my great nephew took his first steps yesterday. Wow! Congratulations. That's great news. 
I'm so excited. As long as nephew. And that's not good news. Do what? So as long as it's not in the traffic, that would not be good news. This is true. Luckily, they live in a third-story apartment, so I doubt that'll happen. <laughs> well, the first step's down the stairs. True. But this is also the baby that was really preemie. was born at like three pounds, eight ounces, or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like the baby you want to have. Preemies are hard. Xander was preemie. He was only five pounds when I brought him home from the hospital. I mean, maybe, maybe not the preemie part, just the size part. Oh, yeah. Have like a three-pound baby than like a ten-pound baby. Well, the, true, but I had um I had a C-section, so I wouldn't really care. Yeah. Babies. Yeah. Right. I was like, I don't. Yeah, I don't have a lot there. Yeah. <laughs> Not a common denominator among us. Yeah. No. But here, yeah, let's see how I can. But the cool thing is, though, is they grow up and they can go buy beer for you when they turn old enough. That's true. Well, when they live with you. Yeah. Maybe I'll just slice them next time. So when we were in California, we had apples. I had apples for breakfast almost every day. And uh, I was like, you know, I need... So I, I set a goal that I want to eat more fruit this year. So we got grocery yesterday you know what you need to do dan is um go up to huber's and you can get like pecks of apples for like no money at all look at that guy oh <laughs> that's, that's just the new year's eve so it's just the other night so well, that's, that's funny the hat really i'll have a sunny in years so what's that that's, that's my version of fancy is jimmy buffett nonsense <laughs> Definitely very Buffett-esque. <laughs> My son has become a great um, believer in Hawaiian shirts. You know, I've, I've leaned into it <laughs> because I just figure, why not? Who cares? <laughs> I don't have to. Uh, I don't have to wear suits for work anymore. So you used to have to. Yeah. Oh wow. Do you know works? I worked for the government. <laughs> well, that's true. I didn't think of that. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I worked for the government, and then I went and sold software to the government as the technology expert. So you can't. <laughs> now it's getting better that we can just be whatever we are, and, and nobody cares. But right. back then, you know, we had to actually, you know, try to fake dressing up and be professional. -ish. Gross. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. Actually, that's, so I say that, but like I dress professionally for my job. I don't have to. I just like having a work persona and a non-work persona. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I think it depends on the culture too, because like I know my dad worked for UPS for years, and he could never have like his hair below this, or you know, always had to wear a suit and tie. As soon as he retired, he let all of his hair grow out, and my stepmom hated it. Well, that, but that's the thing though. With my job, there's no rules like that. Right. Like I, I could wear you know, a short sleeve button up t-shirt and, you know, jeans and sneakers every, every day. I just, I'd like, I'd, I, I like having a separate work persona because going to work, like, especially as a, um, a supervisor and going to work and being like, what the fuck, what is this shit? You know, <laughs> not really appropriate. 
And so I like having the two mindsets separately. I get that. I'm, I know I'm kind of bummed because when I go back to the office, they've taken away the jeans rule. So we have to go back to business casual, but business casual still isn't that bad. Right, right. I wear slacks, a button-up uh, button uh, shirt, but obviously an undershirt uh, underneath a bit, dress shoes and dress socks. So it's not like I'm, I used to wear a suit every day to work just because that was me, but right. that got too expensive to upkeep. I wear a pair of boxers. That's typical. Yeah. Sometimes a hoodie if it's chilly. <laughs> See, I get lucky. I actually have, um, I have permission to wear sneakers because of my walking. So I don't have to wear dress shoes. That's cool. And, um, Pretty much, it, as long as I'm not wearing jeans, I'm fine. Like, I can wear this shirt to work, and right. I'm fine. So, and the only time we have to dress up is when corporate comes in. Sure, that makes sense. But I'm also workforce management, and I'm hidden in fifth floor now, so who cares? Right. I'm literally sitting here, <laughs> talking on this. Nice. <laughs> all day. This is what I do, all day. <laughs> so. It works out well because yeah, my new thing is that my, my buddy Chris that introduced me to wearing a cardigan around the house, which is I've decided is the coziest thing to wear. Dude, I love I'm my cardigan. Leaving. Yeah, yep. so I'm not leaving the house anyways, so mm -hmm. I just go cardigans all the time. So they're they're on both of these chairs on the sides of me here. I have my cardigan. My cardigan I wear every day to work too, uh, except when it gets warmer outside. Then. Right, I do that. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, but I do wear my cardigan to work uh, on as my outside thing. So if it's raining, I'll wear my rain jacket over my cardigan. But always have my cardigan on until it gets like Mayish. See, I just leave one on my desk drawer at work, and that way, if I get cold, I put it on, and then when I warm up, I put it away. But I've got like fifteen cardigans, so. <laughs> I have two, but the reason I like my cardigan is a it's the the cardigans with zippers, so mm -hmm. I can reach in my front pocket and get my phone and whatnot um, would be it hides my fat see i got lucky when amanda's mom died her and i were about the same size so i got a bunch of her old clothes ah cool and um her father used to like to uh spend money on her so like nice. this cardigan is like a polo or raf lauren or something like that oh nice well and like all the rest of them i have are all like land's end and this and mm -hmm. that and i like this one because it's got the um like little suede part up here Oh, right, right, right. On the corner. I, it's uh, comfy, so who cares? My cardigan, uh, it's nice and comfy. It's a woman's. I didn't know that when I bought it off Amazon. But the <laughs> only, I mean, the only difference is the zippers on the other side. Uh, yeah. Literally is the only difference. So what a, I don't care. That would have yeah, been your this, first clue. this is just like a warm hug. It would have mm -hmm. been like, what, Dan? So that would have been your first clue. But then again, you ordered it on Amazon. So you would Right, have right. But the, the other cool thing about it is it has pockets. Nice. Yeah, super nice. Mine has pockets. Oh, this it's so nice, dude. Pockets snap. Oh, oh. pockets. Oh, yours does too. Nice. I'm telling you, and I hate it because like my, my pants I'm wearing right now does not have pockets and it drives me nuts, but they're so warm and comfy. Right. Yeah, I can't handle pants without pockets. Yeah, me either. Try being a girl. Yeah. I mean I also can't handle being a girl. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole uh, there's a whole level of things there that I can't handle at all. So. Right. <laughs> so yeah, Nick. Um, 
Dan and Becky and myself are going to this place called Agave and Rye in Louisville uh, after this is over. And it's the best margarita in the city. A. Oh. And B, right. the food is fantastic. So Dan and I are chili heads and we like spice. And they have this uh, Carolina Reaper salsa there that is maybe the best salsa I've ever put. I mean, it's hot, of course, Carolina Reapers, but it's just so tasty. Yeah, we've, we, we have not talked enough about hot sauces because me and Sonny have become hot sauce obsessed over really? the past few years. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, we haven't then. We, we've not done that, but I see your reviews popping up and stuff, and I was like, oh, man, I need to talk, about my, talk to Mike about this. Yeah, yeah. So I'm always down for that. Um, I've stopped doing the reviews. I don't know if you saw um, yeah. until the COVID-19 stuff calms down because I don't want to give – because I order almost all my sauces. And I don't want to give mail workers and, you know, Amazon folk more to do, more to chance to expose themselves. Yeah. We got this, um, what's the cup? Oh, Dawson's. And it's the, the it's a cremini mushroom habanero sauce mm. that is, dude, it's so good. Uh, we, we bought one bottle of it and then bought like four more because we just wow. started hammering it. And it is awesome. Have you, mm. Have you tried truff? Have you tried truff? No. It. It's a truffle hot sauce. It's pretty tasty. Yeah. I've, seen, I've seen advertisements for it on Facebook all over the place, but I've never tried it. It's pretty tasty. I um, So I had it in my fridge because you're supposed to refrigerate it after you open it. And then my fridge died. And so I lost a bunch of hot sauces refrigerated after opening to that and uh, trust one of them yeah supposed to well, i refrigerate almost every sauce after opening it mm, so i don't the high the heavy vinegar hot sauces i don't because they're not going to go bad yeah yeah the vinegar will take care of it but right basically you have pickled hot sauce. i'm gonna go find this because i can't remember the name of it i want to make sure <laughs> dan becky i don't were you guys on when i told you about my niece's grandpa no they weren't so um I'm not drinking today because um, or New Year's Eve, my niece's grandpa um, was taken in the emergency room by ambulance. And he is currently in ICU. Although I found out this morning they took him off the ventilator. It's not COVID. Um, his kidneys have shut down. He's got sepsis and a few other things. Um, this guy is such an awesome, amazing guy. I love him. He's actually the reason I have Jocelyn. Because when I got out of the hospital, I moved into an apartment up in Georgetown, and he lived right above me. Well, my brother had used to date his daughter, and he knew him. So that's how they re they met back up again and got back together. But he's now living in the um, – do you remember um, – um, crap, what was her name? Remember Kirsten's best friend? Um... Hold on, let me find her. I can't believe I forgot her name, but she's like kind of really crazy now. And she lives right behind my father. So my niece's grandpa was living in her, is living in her garage. Heather Sams. That name sounds familiar. Um, so she's, he's living in her. So last week, my niece's grandma and my niece went over there to visit them. 
And she's like, Greg, you look like crap. You need to go to the doctor. And I guess he was saying something. I don't have the money, whatever. But Heather, I guess on New Year's Eve was like, that's it. And called the ambulance and sent him. So I might have to go pick up my niece if grandma's going to visit. Good morning, Laura. Hey, Laura. Good morning. Laura, the new face here is my dearest friend, Nick. He's, uh, you know, our very longtime friends. Hi, Nick. How are you? Hey, Hi, how are you? Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Michelle. I'm not very awake. Hey. I can't really see it. Read yeah. it to me. So da this is the Dawson's. It's Carmini Habanero. I've never heard of Carmini Habaneros. That and this this company went out of business, but I, I'm so sad about it because this thing okay. is so delicious. And it's hot. Citrus. I bet it's seven pot Douglas, Dougal yeah. peppers. Nice. Yeah. Really, like they just went out of business. They're awesome. But this is also that's also this is here. Hold on, refocus. Dawson's hot sauce. What? Well, I can't read the bottom of it. What does it say? It's a it's the shawarma. It's, they call it a shawarma sauce, but essentially, like it's a curry hot sauce. Mm. So good. Okay. Yeah. I've had a couple of curry hot sauces in my review days that are pretty darn tasty. <laughs> I, was, I went upstairs to grab the one and I saw the other ones and I was like, oh, yes, these. So, yeah, a lot of hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were doing that, that one like heat. I think it was heat. It was like a subscription for a while. Where we would just get a bunch of them. Oh, and then, cool! And then we just bought a bunch too. So we, and then the we used to go to the. I don't, did you go to the shore with us? We went to the uh, to Delaware. Did we do that? I can't remember. Okay, so we go to the the Delaware shore. We lived up in Baltimore, and there was a little hot sauce shop there, and we got to make good friends with those guys. And they did a lot of imports and stuff, so they buy tons of things all over the place. And so we would just go in with them and they'd be like, okay, well, here, these are the things you need to try next. So we'd just be right. tons. You should go to Jungle Gems to their hot sauce room. I've heard that's good. Nice. They got a lot of stuff. Um, so I first got in, in, like introduced to hot sauce shops like when I went to visit my mom and um, there was this little, like little hot sauce shop in this like kind of touristy tiny tiny town and i'd never heard of a hot sauce shop before and this is a long time ago and so i went in and there were other hot sauces and i could sample them on crackers and i was like what the fuck kind of heaven is this so i, I bought like quite a few hot sauces from them and then basically from that day on my goal is to open a hot sauce shop in it's it's a is it one like What's that? It's, it's weird there isn't one. Like, I agree. It like I agree. That Have you should been to exist. Palace? What's that? Have you been to a Pepper Palace? They've got them in Gatlinburg. They've got one in. I know yeah. one's in New Orleans. Yeah. I've never been to New Orleans. What's that? I've been to the one in New Orleans. Um, no, I've not been to any, any of them. I really want to go to the Heatness shop in New, New York. Did, my, my thing, I was so annoyed with them because they have so much good stuff, but their shipping was so crazy for so long. And so now it's finally back to a reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. I just got, do you watch Hot Ones at all? Yeah. I just got the, well, not just a while back, but I got the Apollo um, Last Ab sauce. Yeah. It's fucking hot. Is oh. it? It was like, I'm, I'm curious. 
but I have I didn't order one, so I'm, I'm fascinated to see what you think about it. If it's actually, um, it's it's pretty tasty. Uh, they didn't skimp on the taste, but it's it, it's one of those that if it weren't tasty, it would just be scorch you to scorch you type thing. It's that kind of hot. But I thought it had good flavor. I liked it. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying I'm saying if it didn't have that good flavor, it, it is very tasty sauce. But it's the level of heat is very high. Oh yeah. We had uh, my friends were here and they had their uh, 15-year-old son, and he was laughing. He's like, "You guys don't eat that much hot stuff." And I was like, "We have lots of hot sauces here." And then we had the chips, so the single crazy hot chip. Oh, yeah, the chip challenge. Yeah. And I was like, you need this. And he's like, well, like, is it really that hot? I said, I don't know. Why not? You eat it. And so he literally ended up laying out on our deck in the rain and then just going up and getting in the bathtub, just being like, I don't, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> By the way, I just checked them again. They're still sold out. Oh, they sold out. So they me an email when they're not sold out. So Laura wants Dan happens. and I to do the hot chip challenge. I think I still have two here, so I can, I can get you one. <laughs> oh, the Pocky One Chip Challenges? Have you done it? Yeah. Is it pretty hot? Yeah. Hot. <laughs> hot. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, I, I, luckily, it was, I think when me and Sonny ate it, it was around Thanksgiving. And so I'd already had a number of drinks. And so it made it easier because I was like, I don't know, it's just, it's just miserable. And I was even like, <laughs> It was easier to take it in, uh, but yeah, <laughs> we still have them here. So, so the history behind that, Nick, is that Laura wants uh, Dan and myself to perform like trained monkeys for her and do the one chip challenge on the Zoom call. That is not what I want, but come on, you're talking hot sauces for like forever, and this is like the hottest thing. So I just think it would be interesting to see how you guys respond and how it affects you because you do I'm, I'm all up for them acting like monkeys you can say it's me that wants it it is a good thing that i am safely in my apartment or whatever mike because i would kick your butt if i weren't <laughs> and i wouldn't even have to pay you extra like i do downtown oh <laughs> you are such a purge man you say that like it's a bad thing laura <laughs> Still waiting on my birthday spankings there, Dan. Yeah, you're you're just teasing. You How would you know? You don't know. You, you never came through. You didn't come through, Dan. It's okay. You, know you, you already. You're you, a white guy. I expect it from you guys. You already, oh. said, Laura. Do you think, you, <laughs> think I'm really going to let you spank me? Is what you said to me. That you did, I, I, I have said. that recorded. There's, Laura. I have. There's no proof of that. I'm sorry. There's there literally no is. I just said I have that on the <laughs> There literally is proof. What kind of content <laughs> are you doing? Like, supposed to help me out. I publish. Um, Roxy's being obnoxious and says hello to you, by the way. I obnoxious Roxy. Roxy, she, the, uh, she is grounded. Her. She did something unspeakable yesterday. Uh oh. Dish. She can't. It's unspeakable. Oh, fair. <laughs> he made a mess that was so disgusting and everywhere that I had to throw away a pair of shoes, that I had to bleach everything down. That I had to shower and change clothes. Oh, kind of Sanders doing this morning. Oh yeah, no, yesterday morning. Yeah, yesterday morning. Yeah. What? Seriously? Sorry. Uh, yeah. So when I got guys. when I got home, my son apparently had too much to drink on New Year's Eve. 
Oh. And it was Miller Lite. But now he was drinking whiskey too, but still. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It's like, why would you waste? Why would you waste a perfectly good vomit on that? On Miller Lite. <laughs> I agree with you, actually. <laughs> Guys, just just remember, he's twenty-two. He doesn't get it yet. I, I, yeah, I was. And he started drinking. a lot later than the rest of us in the drinking thing. So by the time we were twenty-two, we were drinking good beers. Mm-hmm. When we were at Sunny's house, we were, I remember ro- we Rolling Rock was a treat. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying is, I'd continue to drink beers till yeah, I continue to drink high life to this day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I had the big. Sunny got me the big champagne, champagne bottles bottle. Champagne bottle. Yeah. Nice. And, and I always just feel so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, all my friends are brewers and stuff, and so like I drink all kinds of that. And, and at the same time, I'm like, I still love a high life. I don't give a same, shit. Same. Same. I became a beer snob for a while, for a long while, actually. And uh, I still like going back to High Life. It's my comfort beer. Yeah. I don't like yeah. Miller. I, I just haven't enjoyed anything by Miller. I feel you. Yeah, I mean, when, I, when, I was, when I was at the sports bar in Fort Lauderdale, I did. I drank a lot of Miller Lite back then. But that's because I could get buckets of it cheap. Right. But Becky's never even had Budweiser. Good, good. It's, it's water. Kiss no, it's not yeah. good. Yeah. It's yeah. There's, no, there's no reason. And I know I don't like I, of beer anyways so i had a friend um one of my tango buddies like from mexico or something and he was here and he's like everybody's drinking that 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 beer that it was like i think it was like pbr or bud or something right anyway he's like i've got to have one they look so great and i'm like you're not gonna like it nope and and then he got it and he's like well now i know what to drink when i don't want to drink alcohol that's hilarious actually you know the funny thing when i was in europe um i think i was on a train and i got a budweiser on a train because that was like the best one they had there and it didn't taste like american budweiser it was like dark and nice it was really weird i was like wait a second this says bud on it why does it taste good and why is it dark yeah yeah, the, the the color is is very confusing. I, think just, I was in Czechoslovakia. That's all I can say. They probably made some shitty beer and just put a Budweiser label on it to people. <laughs> people think this is good American beer. People that don't have any idea what Budweiser looks like. I'll have to find a picture. I took a picture of a um the import section of beer in the liquor store there, and it was Budweiser, Miller Lite, Rolling Rock. <laughs> like, right. oh God, no! Down, down. Hey, um, sorry, I forgot. I thought I was muted. Um, so the black is beautiful is no longer a beer. Is that right? No longer available. They're not making any more of it. It's not. It's not just like for this year. It's like permanently. They're not making it. They 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 weren't. They only made it once. So they only brewed it once and then canned it. So everything that was available is gone. Well, that sucks. Nick, Black is Beautiful is a beer that's made by Mirror Twin in Lexington, where Dan and Becky live half the time. And um, it was, it was, yeah, I can say it was because they don't do it anymore. Um, uh, a, a stout, it was a really nice stout um, made or, and made by that company. And all the profits, or a percentage of the profits, went to uh, Black, a Black Farmers. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and it was a tasty, tasty beer. I mean, one of the best I've ever had. 
an update on that. There are other Black is Beautifuls. There's a lot of them. Um, there were breweries all around the country that made, and they use the same label. I don't know if they mm -hmm. all do the same style. No, um, I don't think so because I, when I was entering it in my Lose It app, uh, I, I saw a bunch like listed. There's a bunch of people that made it, which was cool, but they all picked a charity and gave their, or to some kind of Black cause, which was nice. Right. Yeah, there but watching you guys drink it every week and like the faces you guys made, it was like, I just want to try it once. I just want to try it once. We need to find another beer, Mike, and then we'll keep doing that. We'll find one that we can always get. But we won't tell Laura about it. You're <laughs> such a jerk. What's everybody drinking today? Oh my God, this is exclusive. So this water. <laughs> but I've got this special pure filter that you can't have. And that's what makes this water beautiful. This is called Blue is Beautiful. Uh -huh. Yeah, screw you. Um, I'm drinking Kentucky coffee barrels. Oh. Nice. What are you drinking, Michelle? Um, I have a monster because I might have to go pick up my niece and I'm going to need the energy. Nick, what are you drinking? So Urban Artifact Yellow and Green Plum Midwest Fruit Tart. This is a what? Nice. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. Sounds is like it it's good? good. Is it good? It's really good. Yeah. Uh, I had it once before and then somebody got me another four pack of it. So. Oh, yeah. Dinner last night. Figure we'd make a good dinner for the uh, first of the year. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's, what are those on the side? Um, so it's a, it's a filet and a butter poached lobster. Lobster, that's what it is. I couldn't tell if it was lobster. Okay. I had half of that for New Year's Eve. I actually got a filet with a salad and a loaded baked potato from Rafi nice. that a friend brought me. And it was like an eight ounce filet. So that's pretty good. Yeah. I still have all my rice left to finish today, one empanada. <laughs> uh, Nick, what she's referring to is yesterday we went to um, Corelli's, which is a rotisserie chicken place. And Damn delicious, I thought. Uh, at least the dish I got. And um, so the portions of that, of what we got, not what Dan got, unfortunately, but what we got were so big that Michelle couldn't finish them. And so she basically had two meals. I'm going like, to say three because I had an empanada last night, but I got three and I brought them home, though. Yeah, she bought three. Their empanadas are delicious. Are they really? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I got empanadas earlier this week. Somebody brought me empanadas. So you told me. Yeah, I was excited. Anytime food that I'm not cooking, I'm excited. Laura, that was my dinner. That was our dinner on New Year's Eve. I made uh, scallops and sea bass. That looks amazing. Those scallops look so good. I really look forward to when we can get together and like cook together or something. I think I that'll agree. be a lot of fun. Yeah. Eat together. Yeah. That'll be cool. As long yeah. as there's no seafood involved. There won't be. Well, I did a I did a beef tenderloin and uh, crab legs for. Ooh. So it was it was pretty delicious. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Has everybody done like their lucky food yesterday, like the yep. black eyed peas and stuff? Greens, black eyed peas, cornbread. Nope, I did it. Do that shit. I have a good meal for the end of the year and a good meal for the beginning of the year. <laughs> That's how I start my year off. I think I'm gonna get some. If I I think a friend will pick it up for me. Um, they have um. At Four Pegs, they have like you get a whole loaf of cornbread and they put the black eyed peas, greens, and burnt ends of brisket in the middle of it. 
So I think I'm going to do that with like a beer today. I mean, I do have like those Rancho Gordo beans and I could make that recipe of whatever Moroccan beans, but that's going to take like all day and I don't feel like it. So I want to do that. I want to enjoy my day. My new year's, um, dinner was a slice of New York style pepperoni pizza, six shots of whiskey and a Miller high life. Nice. I ate, um, Xander made me tacos with, uh, um, shredded with the shredded steak. Oh, right. Right. That does turn out. I liked them. I liked them a lot. So nice. Have you had those birria tacos where you like to dip it in the greasy stuff that it's also like basted with on the shelf? Do you know what I'm talking about? Birria tacos, anyone? I've never I know what it. you're talking about. Oh, I've never tried them, but they look delicious. They're so good and so awesome. There's a there's a truck that shows up to a place in Bowling Green here that's fantastic with them. So I, I think you guys need to all make a trip to Bowling Green. <laughs> <laughs> there you know i miss i still miss that there was this place we had found in outside of baltimore that did the best lingua tacos where they they, they, they stewed it and done the whole thing and they just sear it off at the end and they throw it in tacos oh so good the good thing I'll check about, it out um so like across the street at Norway bar where i'm hoping to get this peach jelly sake today maybe hopefully um, they have like food trucks here every other weekend and they have like unusual food trucks here. So like on the 10th, they're having a really amazing food truck come and like all different kinds of cocktails and they're doing flights of sake too, that you can take with you. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like three bottles or something. There you go. Yeah, the loose laws is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Like the fact that everyone can get to go booze anywhere now. A, it's been a long time coming. We did. Um, we went and and took my mom and went to the Lemu Drag Brunch. Yeah, in yeah. The car, which was amazing because they just was like, "Sandy's like, can I just get shots of tequila?" I said, "Yeah, here you go." <laughs> like you just you literally like like we'll serve it for you. We'll point at you and we'll be sitting over here on this table and then just walk over and get it and take it back to your car. I was like, "Well, this is insane." Now so- we're sitting drunk in a truck. So the same, the same people that own um, the Lemu own this place called uh, Grasa Grandma. Yeah, they have the best bolognese I have ever put in my mouth. Is it, so I've never eaten there, but my mom used to live out by there, and then mm. so we, she's been there a ton of times. We talked about it, but we just never done it. Oh, it's so good, dude! It's so good. Like my mom, like on Monday or Tuesday, they have a twenty dollar a day or something. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, it's okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, think it's Mondays. Maybe, yeah. Well, it, so for nineteen ninety nine, you get whatever the special for that day is. Um, you get focaccia bread. You get a glass of wine, or I guess you could a beer, but it's fucking Italian food. You drink wine, mm-hmm. and uh, and you get a dessert, all for like twenty bucks. It's it's such a good deal. Wow. Uh, I would totally do that with you, Mike. Yeah, yeah. We'll totally have to do that one day. Yeah, when, yeah it, when we can actually be in person together, I'd want to come in and actually sit at a table. Yeah. <laughs> like, Plus, the way that it's so theatrical when you walk in there, you're like, what's going on? Oh, First yeah. of all, these doors, they can barely open the doors because they're so heavy and huge. And then there's like crazy music that you can hear from the parking lot. I know because 
Mike can tell you I danced from the parking lot into the restaurant, literally. So I totally, <laughs> which the staff thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, and this, the specials that they have on that day could be like cacio pepe, or I know I'm mispronouncing that, or bolognese or whatever, but it's so good. But when you get inside, there's like a huge fountain and there's like some mannequins and like a window thing. And then there's like these booths with like, theatrical curtains like something that you would see out of a 1940s 1950s hollywood movie you know those kind of private booths with yeah it's pretty cool i like the theatrical part of it i think that's pretty neat yeah it's very like a really big, good. like a, a italian street market like in you know the 1800s let's say or something like that nice okay so i found some black is beautiful beer online okay <laughs> I can show, but it looks, it, they definitely, um, definitely different takes on it. Like this one is, I don't know if you can see, but it says, um, but Horace, but it's coconut paste pastry stout. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah. But then I found another one. Oh, that one's going to be really, really good. What's that? That's a collab with, I'm not as familiar, I don't know about Mason, but Horace makes some really, really good stuff. I just don't like coconut. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of coconut. Now this one is um, chocolate and coffee infused. Oh, I would like that. I would totally like that. I've not heard of trustworthy brewing, but if it's coffee and chocolate stout, yeah, I'm in. And then... Holy shit, that's $37 four pack. Yeah. Welcome to craft beer. Yeah, right. Oh, it's a brewing kit. Oh, that's different. That's way different. Okay. How many gallons? Um hold on. Five gallons? Okay. Yeah, so that's to brew your own. Does it include labels? Um. Oh, hold on. If it included cans and labels, that well, you're not going to be able to can it. So probably not. It probably doesn't. Yeah, probably not. It's got no caps needed, no bottles needed. Yeah, that's just uh, no priming sugar needs. So that's that's for people that are already brewing beer. So, right. I was just going to say, I was well, like, this is like a full grain. Yeah. Is, is I, that no, I think those are options, Dan, that you can choose. To right. include that stuff. It's titled all grain, so that then you don't, yeah. Okay. So it's not using malt. Right. And then um the other one I found. Oh yeah, I didn't find any other. Sorry. Oh, well, I like this one though. The name of this one just looks good. Nice. It's not a, it's a it's a decent peanut butter porter. Yeah? Yeah. It's Ethan. not a so okay. uh, uh, very good friends with the people that Ran that brewery for a long time. <laughs> Duclavy, is that the way you pronounce it? Duclaw. Duclaw, okay. I couldn't tell where the things ended. Yeah. No, it's Duclaw. Uh, and there was, it's a, that's a weird one, but none of them work there anymore. And now it's a, a mess. <laughs> but that, that beer was, that beer came out of a homebrew contest that we all judged. Oh, it's interesting. Are you familiar with Shakaveza? No. Actually, Michelle, when she was going through the list, Chaca Vesa popped up on there. It's a Mexican chocolate stout brewed by Stone. 
Ooh. Oh, yes, I am. Yeah, and I've had that. I like it. mentioned the homebrew contest thing. That beer, a friend of mine that actually Mike and I also know named Dennis, uh, one of Dennis's friends brewed that beer for a homebrew contest. Stone loved it, and they went ahead and added it to their menu. So, yeah, he was he was the one that created Chaco Vesa. That's awesome. I love Chaco Vesa. I'm very happy that I got the six-pack for my birthday yesterday. Nice. Not that my birthday was yesterday. I mean, he just gave it to me finally yesterday, so... Last night we also enjoyed a bottle of uh, a bottle of mead for uh, mm-hmm. dinner. That was what kind? Of, sorry, it was um, red currant. It was Shram's Red Agnes. Ooh, yeah, it was really good. What was that beer we had yesterday at the restaurant? I don't remember the name of it. I can tell you because I took a picture of it, and it was pretty tasty. <laughs> it, was it was Peruvian. Yep, it was called. Cusqueña. Cusqueña. Okay. Yeah, that's what it'd be. What kind of beer was it? I mean, besides. Like- it was a dark lager. Uh, uh, yeah, just a dark, a dark lager. Like a Schwartz. Hmm. It was good. I don't know. I don't know if they're distributed here or not, but if you're a, a mead fan, and I don't in the chat on this the bee nectar makes unbelievable stuff bee nectar you can find it in some places here and also i think there's a local there's a local uh beer bar um down the road and they typically have some meads and they typically have some from bee nectar on there i think they're brewed up in michigan and bee nectar and shrams i think it's bee nectar and shrams are right down the road from each other it seems they're super close um, the meat that we had last night, so we also brought back one from, um, uh, from Florida, from, uh, from Garagist uh, Meadery, which is just amazing. Their stuff is so damn good. Uh, we brought back, well, we bought five, we bought four small bottles and a large bottle, but we drank the four small, oh, two large bottles, but we drank a large bottle and four small bottles while we were on vacation already. We didn't, they didn't make it, they didn't, four of them didn't even make it out of Florida. Five didn't. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm forcing my, uh, my, my Baltimore friends to, to put me together booze shipments. And so uh, I'll get some from this Charm City Meadworks is awesome. And so they're, they're based in Baltimore. It's pretty small, but they do this rosemary dry mead that is Ooh. so good. Like, so oh, this, whenever I get that, we can all. This bee nectar does a, a big Lebowski themed uh, mm-hmm. mead called the dude's rug. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I want to view the details. Oh, it's a hard cider with chai spices added. That's interesting. They did. So the, in, in Baltimore, sort of like the, the biggest beer bar is a place called Max's. And Max's used to do this Tuesday night beer club where we would all get together and they would usually have some representation from somebody from a different brewery or whatever. And we'd all come and hang out. It was sort of before this got as huge as as sort of beer things are now. And so it was always pretty small. There was only like 20 or 30 of us. And being an actor came in one day 
and they just were like they all they brought was just bourbon barreled meads and so like mm -hmm. everything was like 14 to 18 percent and it was right. ridiculous and we're like there's like we'll just try all the things and i was like well now i'm just gonna fall off this bar stool <laughs> and yeah. sleep in the corner for a while <laughs> and so i always remember because i literally fell off a bar stool for the only time in that bar and i spent a lot of time in that bar and i was like oh no so, but they brought in so much great stuff. So I always remember them for that one. I just looked at their website. They shipped to Indiana. I didn't think Indiana was allowed. I didn't think you could get alcohol delivered in Indiana. They, uh, it's on the website saying they can ship it to Indiana. Kentucky's not on there, which is weird because I know you can ship it to Kentucky now, but it's Indiana's on there. Kentucky's brand new that you could ship. I was going to say, yeah, that's yeah. Brand, new. brand new. Um, yeah, you were talking about the, the higher um, ABV meads. There was one that um, Garrett Geist released called Rocket Fuel. It said, uh, let's see, basically it looks like what they did. It says, in this case, we had Ology Brewing in town and made a mead using a medley of boysenberries, red currants, tart cherries, and apricots, along with some banging honey. We kept it wild with a mixed culture fermentation. Simultaneously, our friends at Ology Distilling made a brandy with the same fruits. The brandy was distilled to 140 proof, then added to the mead. The resultant mead clocks in at a whopping 16.5% ABV. Jesus. Wow. wow. And they added brandy to a mead. To, we didn't buy a bottle of it, but they had it. But that's because we're not big fans of brandy. So that just kind of, I mean, it might be good if it's mixed with mead, but. Brandy's hit or miss. I think sometimes I really like it and sometimes it's, mm. Like, I mean, it could be that I just haven't tried a good one because all of my experiences trying it have just been. Eh. We got it at Copper and Kings, and it wasn't good. There, some of theirs are like I don't like their regular brandy, but some of their other spirits I really enjoyed. And they did they distilled down um, from against the grain. They distilled down. Oh, Bow and Luke. Well, they took Luke, a Bow and Luke that, yeah. and distilled it down to a whiskey. I thought that would have been expensive. It, it was not cheap. It's good. I have it. It's it's good. <laughs> I'm this close to buying a still. I've been really, really close forever. And I've I've actually found I found some online that have decent reviews and they're under 200 bucks. It's like a little it's a coffee pot kind of thing. You just yeah. put whatever in it and you turn it on and it it distills. It's got a fan that that I guess cools it when it's coming out and it distills, but then I've seen some reviews of them going well. They did well and some were okay. Uh, but I've also seen stovetop ones that I think would be perfect. And I just haven't bought one yet, but one day I'm going to do it. I've got five gallons of mead that I brewed, that I brewed years ago and I kind of wanted to still it. It's, you know, it's the same way with homebrew stuff, right? Like you, you know, you start off with whatever you start off with, like whatever you think is going to work the best to start. And then you realize like, Oh, okay, here's the things that I can do to make it different and make it better. And, you add to it there's a whole there's just not the same uh level of community around distilling as there is around home brewing right it's not legal here it's not legal anywhere unless you've got a license right it's yep. kind of like one of those gotta be hush hush about it but i don't my personality i don't do things half-assed like <laughs> start off doing what you do and i did that and then the first beer that i brewed i bottled it and after washing sanitizing filling capping aging, chilling, drinking, and then washing again. I was like, I'm never doing bottles again. So I ponied up like 500 bucks, built a kegerator, bought all the uh, 
all the stuff to keg, um, regulators and tanks and taps and all this shit. Next thing you know, like I'm in, I'm in it to, with it for a grand. And then I brewed two more beers and I was like, okay. And then I found I liked brewing beer more than I liked, more than I drank it. Like I love drinking beer, but I could only have four, four beers on my kegerator. <laughs> and uh, so I had four beers, but I only made, I brewed two beers. No, I had three beers on it. And then I had a, no, I had two beers on it and a, uh, and a root beer. And I found, I was like, I like making beer more than I can drink it. So next thing you know, I quit brewing beer. because so I was like, well, I'm not going to brew anymore until I finish drinking what I've, what I've made. And then I just slowed down on the drinking and I'm like, the hell. So I know if I get into distilling, I'll probably buy a cheap thing. And I'm like, no, no, I want to do this right. And then I'll buy like $500 worth of distilling equipment, probably distill once or twice just to say that I've distilled something. And then I probably won't pick it up again for a while. I feel that in my bones uh, all the way around. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that's the problem. Like I, um, I, I started to go down the homebrew route a lot. And then I realized that I had all these friends that had breweries that I could just go help them out at. So I just did that instead. And then, <laughs> and then just got beer from them because I was like, I, I had all the equipment and I was like, nope, I'm getting rid of this. I'm just not even going to do it anymore because it's just... Uh, it's the same thing, right? I, I, if I'm brewing this, I'm going to do 10 gallons every time because I'm going to go through the whole thing and do the whole full. And then now I have 10 gallons of beer. And so then I have to drink it or I have to give it away. And so, it, yeah, I, I just, it was a lot easier just to go work at a brewery and, uh, and help them can stuff and then drink the, the QA beers. So. I mean, if I had people over all the time, it'd be one thing. Like if you had lots of people over and you're drinking your beer all the time, but you can, I, I brewed five gallon batches and five gallons of your own beer. That's a lot of beer. Like, yeah. I don't want to drink five gallons. Of, I mean, okay, let's go get another one of these beers. I brewed, um, I brewed hop slam from Bell's. Yeah. Uh, Bell's actually releases the recipe. So it wasn't, I yeah. didn't do all grain. I, didn't I, did malt. <laughs> I used the malt. Um, but to be honest, it tasted just like hop slam. And it came out, came out the same ABV. I followed it to a T and it worked out great. And so then I've got five gallons of a 10% hop slam and I've got five gallons of an Imperial, a Russian Imperial stout. That's nine and a half or 9%. <laughs> yeah. going to drink that. Yeah. Yeah. Already at Dan's after the pandemic. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have all the equipment anymore, but, but I, I might buy a still. If I buy a still, we'll have lots of moonshine. Yeah. That'll be a, I will make food. That'll be my contribution. That'll make, be a like, party burger. slash a nightmare. Laura, if you're coming, you just have to contribute your butt for spankings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling so much love. So much love. Oh, I'm <laughs> just saying. With love. Yeah. <laughs> the Dan kind of love. There'll be loving beatings. <laughs> Yay. Those are the best kind I hear. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you will know. You know, Laura. You know. You're just being coy. Dude, 297 days of self-isolation where I have not seen another person in my apartment. 297 days where it's just me and four cats and one puppy. You had a maintenance guy. <laughs> yes, I did see the maintenance guy for like a second. But I didn't see him because I was actually in another room when he came in to fix the refrigerator that the cats chewed through the line. 
Laura, I can come in with a gas mask and a paddle. That would be great. But if you did that, you'd have to fix my TV first. I'm sorry. If I fix your TV, wear a gas mask and a paddle, I can still spank you and I'll do it. I don't know. Right now with this surge, I think I'll, 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 I, I might take you up on that. The, the Wi-Fi TV part later. I'm not right now. Oh, so we can do the spankings first and then we'll do the Wi-Fi and TV later. That's not what I said or even implied, but hilarious. That's, That's how I, I interpreted that. <laughs> Nick, you have to know me before you contribute to insults about me. Oh. <laughs> I'm, just, goes. I'm just Maybe taking the in the information. Time. I don't know. <laughs> the second time, Nick, not the first time you meet me, do you get to insult and chime in on this? <laughs> You know, I think he was just, he was being a, a disinterested third party. Like he just, mm -hmm. he, he interpreted what he heard. I mean, that's what I'm processing honestly, information I'm provided. Honestly, this, bite me. Um, honestly, <laughs> this antenna thing to the Wi-Fi is still not hooked up. It's still in the original container thing. And your so, butt still not been spanked, so. Oh, and so I got a Legos thing. I got a Legos Lucky Cat. Like one of those little Legos kits. It's 134 pieces. It would be if I could get it together, but it seems to be missing two pieces from the get-go. Oh, that sucks. Laura, do you know which pieces? There's a Lego shop like down the road from us that sells used parts and missing piece parts. Would you would you pick up the two pieces I'm missing for me? Um, if I knew which ones they were. Yeah, I can send you a picture because I'm like checking through all the pieces, right? Like there's a little guy that comes with and it tells you you should have five or six of these and two of these. And the intro pieces that I need, I don't have. Just two pieces that I'm missing out of the whole thing. So I can't put it together. But I was really excited about my Lego lucky cat. Oh. It looks so cute. Yeah, I mean, if you send me a picture, I can always go in and see if they have it. Um, if not, you would think that if the set didn't come with the pieces, Lego should be able to send you those. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give them a call on Monday. Like, there's nobody that's going to be in any office until Monday. No. Yeah. Thank you very much. I might take you up on that. That's really kind. Um, uh, so how long will Michelle? Hold on, hold on. Um, if we do that, uh, she, Laura lives... Um, in a pretty steep uh, upstairs of a pretty steep stairs thing so you'll probably have to give it to me and i'll deliver it to her yeah probably... you're, walking, you're not gonna be able to get up those stairs yeah, yeah the it... stairs are the worst yeah they're really... yeah and i have problems getting up the stairs at my niece's house i mean i could do it i just hurt a lot afterwards right and these these this is a lot of stairs and it's pretty steep so just okay yeah pass it on to me and let me do it okay all right thanks you guys but then Michael's have to come see your ugly face again. I was laughing. So, cause you brought that do call thing up. So here's, they used to do this all the time, which wow. is their super strong, dark Belgian. Mm. This is, I think this is from 2009, but it's like 20, I think they bottled it at like 24% or something. I mean, it's a, I've heard of that one. Actually, I think I may have even had it. Yeah, it's yeah. not great. Real used to I had that a little bit. Yeah, but this this one is better, and so this is the one that they did that was a blend, and this is the second one. 
and I, I don't even remember what year this is, but I've been, I've been, so I, I tried to, before we left Baltimore, I tried to basically just drink my whole cellar because I didn't want to move it. I was like, this is dumb. Right. I, like, because I'm a, I have a collector personality, obviously just sitting behind this giant wall of records. Um, <laughs> I have a collector personality. And so that got translated to beer and then I just had too much. And I was like, right. I can't have all this anymore. This is stupid. <laughs> And so I just tried to drink it. And so like everything I went to, I just would bring bottles of stuff out of my cellar. Uh, but a few things have made it through that I haven't quite had the time to drink yet. So th those are a couple that were just sitting here. There's a few in storage too. There's a lot of whiskey too. It's, yeah. You get much of the bourbon counties up there? Yeah. They, we used to get them all. Well, I, you know, I had, because I was You're not up there anymore. Never mind. You're in Kentucky. No, now I'm here, but awesome. yeah, I used to get them up there too. And I still have my connections up there that will send me stuff back. I used to like, I ship stuff all over the place. It was, I got way too much into it. And so now I'm, I've pulled back quite a bit. The <laughs> but, secondary market for beer just pisses me off. I try to, I try to ignore it because it just, it just bothers me. It's crazy. Oh, it's like whiskey. Like the, the whiskey market is insane and people are mm -hmm. fucking nuts and like, it, uh, yeah. And that's the Xbox market. Yeah, no shit. It's just the second yeah. market for anything. When, um, when John and Chili were teaching Xander how to drink bourbon, he was showing us the different bourbons he has and people, he's told us like an hour long story of how much he sold bottles for and how much he's bought bottles for. And I'm like, that's nuts. Yeah. Right. Well, I keep laughing. So we had, the, there was this little so we lived on the the northeastern edge of baltimore and there was this little liquor store that was next to the grocery store that was in a strip mall and sunny went in there one day and was trying to buy i can't remember what she was buying she was buying something else and he's like hey i have all these other whiskeys back here but they're expensive and so people don't buy them and pulls out all of these pappy bottles oh wow so we bought it and we, we bought them all from him and kept buying them. So I, I'm still drinking on my last bottle of 20 year Pappy because we could just get them from him for retail price. That's he was like, yeah, I'll get you whatever you guys want. He's like, I'd sell a lot of bourbon. So they send me these and no one buys them here. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do I? How long ago? Uh, I'm so I, the last one I have is still the last one of the Stitzel Weller stocks. So it's four years ago, maybe five years ago. So even right. four or five years ago, they were still they still couldn't get rid of that stuff. No, nobody bought them. Crazy. Just sat there. So I was buying twenty and twenty three. You like I I I'd left the bottle of twenty three year because I was like I don't need to drink this again. I've already had it. I'll just take the twenties. So I bought like four bottles of twenty year. <laughs> like it's funny. Somebody's like, hey, I got these. Bring them home. <laughs> I was like, well, this is awesome. People can't get these anywhere. I bet they don't have that. I bet they don't have that problem anymore. No, it's yeah. Sadly, it's all gone to shit now, and now it's all lotteries and yeah. yeah. But he was. It was just so strange. Like it was just, just buying and reselling, which I think sucks. Like yeah, I think that yeah, that just bothers me. What I wish that in some ways I think it'd be cool to do. Like okay, if you buy one, you have to open it on spot on on site. But then they won't be able to get it home because it'd be an open bottle. They could seal it. They could reseal it. They could put tape. I mean, you can you can bring stuff home to go, so they could always like wrap electrical tape on it. People are doing that at Dark Lore, aren't they? What? Not as much anymore. Reselling the Dark Lord. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. But I mean, if you go to a lottery here, there's people in the parking lot. Like if you if you were one of the ones that was able to go in and buy a 23, there's people in the parking lot that will give you a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars for it on the spot. Yeah. Maybe a thousand on the spot, twelve hundred on the spot with the hopes that it's going to go up in value. And yeah, Dark Lord mm -hmm. Day was just as bad. If you got one of the marshmallow hangies, I mean, as soon as you got it, they were like, what variant did you get? I'll give you five hundred dollars for it right now or four hundred right now. Right. Yeah. Hunapu was the same for a while, right? They were doing the same thing with all those. It's just. Yeah, we but... were just down in Cigar City or we were near Cigar City uh, less than a month ago, a couple weeks ago. Um, but yeah, Angry Chair, we went to Angry Chair uh, on our last trip and they've got delicious things. And there's a new brewery in Tampa or it's no, in Saint, it's near St. Petersburg. Um, it's called Corporate Ladder and they're new but oh my god they're doing great with sours and they're doing really really good with uh pastry stouts those are all too sweet for me they were sweet i mean they were definitely sweet but they were so good yeah i, li I like it with the people that are doing it smart and actually doing it balanced but it, it, it all just ends up in like i don't love a sweet stout anyways so that's never going to be my style i love the i love the kettle sours and stuff that people are doing like the quick sours are really nice. And so, you know, those, all those lactic and. It might have been one of the best sours I've had in a long time. I mean, yeah, it, it was, was really good. It was super good. And all their, all their names are based off of like office culture kind of thing. Yeah. Like we had uh, a corporate ladder and see what they've got. Are you on Untapped? Of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why I asked. Like, <laughs> I love Untapped. Do what? I love Untapped. Untapped is awesome. Um, okay, let's see. Some of their beers. Um, oh, they've had some. Let's see. Paperweight. Hey, Dan. Yeah. While you're looking that up, did you know there's a meadery in Crestwood? No. No. I know that there's a, I, I used to buy honey from a guy in Crestwood. Let me show you. I just found this. Hive and barrel. Ooh. Let's see what they've got. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Biscuits. Traditional wild. Atomic mango so it looks like they're using all traditional wildflower, although there's an orange blossom one. Huh. No. Look. I'm interested in that hibiscus mead. That looks pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. I know. Look at that, but they're in Oldham Gardens and they have a restaurant there too. Oh, nice. Hmm. Yeah, like the different names, like conversion rate, off the clock, um, pink slip. Um, proof of concept. This is for corporate ladder, right? Yeah, they just have a bunch of fun names for their uh, for their stuff. They had a Willet Rye whiskey barrel aged with chocolate stout. Ooh. We had one called Good Problems. Um, email chain is a um, elephant in the room. Empty cubicle. Float an idea. Severance package. Lost stapler. Amber. <laughs> pencil you in stimulus season busy nice. work perky blonde that's a fun ah. for, uh, 
yeah time and a half yeah their their stuff's really cool i i really liked what they uh what we got there hey, did you see that they just i'm oh, sorry go ahead i was saying, i just put a link to that metery on the page mike yep i saw that Did you see that they tagged Mitch's house today? No, I saw that they tagged Pelosi's garage. Nope, they, apparently they tagged Mitch's house. I'm, I'm looking at a live broadcast of it. Is that the one that says, where's my money, bitch? Uh, I don't know. I can't see what they tagged it with because whoever's shooting it. Right. Oh, no. Let me see. Who's streaming it? <sighs> Sherry Wright is streaming it, but I wish you would focus on the actual tag instead of the sidewalk and the grass, which is mostly what I'm seeing. Mitch McConnell's home vandalized. Mitch McConnell's home vandalized was "Where's My Money?" graffiti on door one day after Nancy Pelosi's. Oh yeah, that's what's going on. It's pretty mm -hmm. funny. I'm still happy that I sent him a bill. I'm still waiting for him to like pay me by PayPal. It's never gonna happen, but it's hilarious. Yeah. I just well, love that whole thing. That's great, just to be able to send it to him directly. And and the fact that he changed his name, please stop requesting two thousand dollars. Oh, I saw name. that. That's <laughs> hilarious. I don't know why somebody hasn't tried to like I don't know do something to him. I mean, like the whole country is mad at him. Watching that broadcast, not to get like into politics or anything, but like. Watching all these people come together and agree on something about the $2,000 and then have Mitch McConnell say, no, you can't even vote on it. But why won't you let us vote? Like, just let us vote and maybe it won't pass. No. Laura, I don't know if you were one of the ones that did it. I, I think you might have been. Um, somebody posted a meme that had like Mitch McConnell's address is blah, 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 blah on Dundee Avenue. Were you one of the ones that posted that? Oh, yeah, I'm always posting that. I would probably delete that if I were you. I think, and I might be wrong, but that might be a crime. I think doxing, especially for a public official, could be a crime. And especially now, considering that his house was vandalized, even though everybody in the world knows where he lives anyways. Right. If, if they were to try to go back and view that kind of thing, they might be able to come after you and say, you know what, you, you possibly contributed to something like that. I, I would say that that's possible, but the amount of people that did that, the cost of litigating all those people would be even beyond Mitch McConnell. Yeah. And also it's public information. It's not right. it's not something that you dug up that, that's personal information from him that's right. available to the wider public. Like that's that is you can Google you can Google available. Nancy Pelosi's address right now and it's public yeah. uh publicly so, available. Yeah. yeah. The way those usually work is that it's got to be something that you found through another means that you've connected that information through something else, not that it's something that's publicly available. So his address out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the phone number that's associated with that one, I'm assuming is the same one that, that you posted, Laura, is the, the public number of his, not the, you know, not his. Like, I don't think she posted phone. the phone number. Okay. Then, then not his phone number, just his address. Yeah. Yeah, then, yeah, no, that's definitely out there. That's fine. It was really, you know, after making all those phone calls to Mitch McConnell's office, like two and a half days of like making phone calls, not like obsessively, but like, you know, like, okay, I'll try it again because this is really getting to me and I want to try to do something about it. And finally getting through to an actual person and his staff 
And they just gave me the lamest answers. They had like no empathy, no anything. They were just totally indifferent. And it was so frustrating because I'm like, shouldn't you care? You're a real person, but you have like the empathy of a freaking robot. It was really disconcerting. There, dude, there, you got to probably some interns that took jobs, right? To get an entrance mm-hmm. into that space, like, and, it, and also keep in mind that they're every single call they're answering is the same thing. I mean, it, it's not like they're having different; they're answering different problems. Like everyone's calling about the same thing, so they've been doing that for like let's say three hours already on a Tuesday. So yeah, they're not going to be empathic; they're empathetic at that point. And I can oh, tell you. Go ahead. I can tell you, Laura, when I was working at Target part-time, I was answering the phone at operator and Christmas time when people were calling about whatever the newest, hottest toy was, I was just marking down how many calls a day I got for each item. Cause we thought it was a joke. I mean, it was to the point where like, I'm sorry, you're not getting this toy, but it's nowhere. No one has it, right. you know? Oh. Sorry. <laughs> it was, it was, and people would be like, Oh, please. What time this? I'm like, I don't know. Like we'd have to open up the store at like, 7 a.m. and people would be in line at 5 a.m. and we would give out tickets if we even got any in. Did you see the tag on Mitch McConnell's door? I'm embarrassed at Kentucky. Yeah, that's really embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do it, find somebody that's smart enough that can fucking spell. I was going to say, yeah, at least do something fun with it. Where's my money? W-E-R-E-S. Come on, guys. I didn't notice that. No, that's awful. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. How, does he, how is there no checks and balances system in place where he can just deny even the senator's ability to even vote on an issue? They should they be able to, to vote on an issue. School education. That's embarrassing. But yes, the the you know the system is completely broken. Maybe it was done on purpose. Maybe that's the show. Look, we're not even smart enough to spell the word where. We need more money for schools. Teachers need more money. I would hope that. That would be a much better... The troll is that we're just misspelling this and hoping that it gets out there, but right. I don't think that's the case. These idiots and getting are so stupid. They can't even spell the word where. They need more money. Come on, Mitch. I always laugh, like, it, because I, I went to... I ended up in... I ended up around DC for work because I worked for a technology company and then the dot-com bust happened and then I ended up working for the government. And so I learned way too much and just, it, it's, I'm just, everything sucks. And I just know it. Like it's like, like when you, after being through, I worked for a company that worked for the house and the Senate that processed how we talk to people and how they interact with everybody. And then I went and I worked for the White House for six years. And so I did all that. And it, it's, you have all that information. And you go like, well, yep, fuck it. Yep. Which is right. a terrible attitude to have. And I keep trying to be better, but it sucks. <laughs> all right, folks, the 1130 time has come again. And so I will see all, hopefully, of you tomorrow. Nick, I do this on Saturdays and Sundays, just so you know. And uh, sunny, we miss her. And yes, funny, we all miss her and love her. Mike, you'll see Becky and I in about 30 minutes. All right, see you in a half hour, folks. Eat some goodness <laughs> for me. Oh, we will. <laughs> Bye, Laura. Bye, Laura. Bye. Bye.